0: Hey guys, everybody, welcome back to Outdoor Asylum. We hadn't done this in a while. Um, I'm Brad Allen, and here with Dusty McDaniel, a longtime guest. Got J- producer Jake Cypert over here working the camera for us. Um, been a while since we've been on and done a podcast for Outdoor Asylum. Been a been a busy time, Dusty. What have you been up to? Man,
1: we have been blowing and going just all summer. Me and you did some shows, and then we've been going camping and just. Kid, chasing. you and, camp a lot. You go—is it about every weekend? Thing it seems now? like it. I think the whole month of June and July, we were gone, whether it was camping or traveling to see family or stuff like that. But we we live out of that thing the summer, which is fun. I mean, we, that's and your our wife thing. enjoys it too. Oh yeah, she? yeah. We try to get right on the water and swim and play, and we do lots of stuff in the area where we go. You know, if so. I took
0: her camping, my wife would hate my guts even more than she does now. She well, she just likes I, being at home a little bit. It's more. not really. Camping, it's it's glamping. I mean, okay. it's yeah, a little it, more glamour involved. Oh, it's
1: then? the full, it's everything. It's the full blown, full bathroom, bunk beds, recliner. It, it's a it's a glamper.
0: S'mores. Oh yeah, okay yeah. Well, I'm not going if there's not no. s'mores, <laughs> full everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, we've been rolling at the shop uh, trying to build up our inventory, you know, getting ready for the fall, getting ready for winter. Um, it's, it's amazing how every year I say, hey, I'm going to be ahead of the game this time. It's not <laughs> happening again. Every year I'm right back in the same position. We're rushing, trying to get everything ready and everything prepped for uh, for hunting season coming up. But That can
1: so. be a good thing, though. That means stuff's moving. Yeah. So you've done a lot of stuff new this year, the short batch, small batch stuff. That's been really good,
0: it seems. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really unique fun. fun, Yeah, doing a lot of different colors of acrylic and different things like that. I like your cap, by the way. I was going to say you got a new hat on too. (laughs) I like that little change up. Yeah, we got uh, we started doing some leather patch hats. I don't know if the camera can see this or not. We've got the Arkansas shaped patch with the Elite logo inside. Got some old school camo. I'm wearing my favorite camo night gear. Uh, Then we've got some regular Richardson hats and other varieties coming in. So that's been another thing that's been kind of fun to put together. This Arkansas patch is is awesome.
1: Just that just stands out because most of them are standard little cross or something but that's a very unique whether you really like us or not you got to admit that arkansas part looks pretty you good you can
0: still say roll tide and wear that hat you know i mean your cousin don't, don't might, do it in arkansas your really? cousin might get offended but <laughs> not what you talking about my cousin or my wife or is that both in arkansas yeah uh, dna tests don't work in alabama <laughs> i'm not getting my cheek swabbed i kind of attached her and i don't want to know the truth if it's out there but, uh, but no, we've been doing that, uh, doing apparel, turning calls. We've uh, uh, also started a new thing. You know, we did uh, uh, we did the art of flight control mm-hmm. video instructional video years ago, and man, that was so much fun. Got so much feedback over the years. Even running into people at shows and out and about people like hey man i really enjoyed that people it,
1: are still it, watching it oh yeah like it, the views on it keep going people are still going back to and watching it so it's a yeah. really good deal
0: yeah it was an instructional if you and if you guys haven't seen it it's one that i did a few years ago and it was basically just thinking you know taking all the things that i learned from calling you know i was very blessed to learn from some of the greats out there yeah. and, and and going through the competitive process learning to do competition call and hunting and Whatnot, and I just kind of thought, well, if I was doing a video, how if I was starting from nothing, if I didn't know which end of this duck call to blow into, where would I start? How would I go through the basics and then try to track it through advanced stuff? So that was kind of the whole premise behind it.
1: Which is great because a lot of people don't, and it's not that you like you said, which end of the duck call do you blow? But there's a, I mean, there is a lot of people getting into the sport that didn't grow up with a mentor necessarily or Mm -hmm. weren't around it to just watch it and learn it, you know. A lot of people talk about learning how to swing a baseball bat because they grew up watching Major League Baseball. But there's kids that didn't grow up watching it; they have to be taught how to swing. It's the same principle. We mm-hmm. watch people blow duck calls. We knew and we heard, so we knew what sounds to imitate. But there's people that don't, yeah. and also have no clue how to get that sound out of a call. So that's what's really always like. I watch it. I consider myself a fair caller, and I watch it all the time. Yeah. You know, there's stuff in there you say that I've never even thought about doing or trying in a call. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it it. I don't know, I I thought there was something for everybody there, you know, kind of like you said, you know, you weren't a beginner, you knew a lot, you knew the basics, but it it helps you track through it, and I really like the way, you know, we teach how to, you know, your air presentation and air regulation, which I think is the most important thing for for duck calling, but, you know, that thing did so well, and, and we had such great feedback over the years, and like you said, we continue to do so, and it's still out there, so it's a free instructional. It's out there on YouTube. Yep. For anybody that wants to watch it, it's got thirty well, roughly thirty minutes of basics and roughly thirty minutes of advanced techniques. Uh, so that's free for anybody to watch. Yeah, and you time. don't have to if you don't, if you know the basics, you don't have to watch
1: it. Yeah. You can go to the next one. That's another thing. You can slide through there and stop where you want, listen mm-hmm. to this stuff. But it's a very systematic process. So mm-hmm. even if you are great, watch it all the way through. Yeah. Sit down with your kid and watch it all the way through. That's what's really unique, Because I've put a lot of people to it for that and they love it.
0: I tell everybody even if you're an advanced caller go back through the air regulation part because that was the big hang-up for me when i decided man i want to try to learn competitive calling i discovered that i had problems with how i regulated my mm-hmm. air and i wasn't going to hit the level i wanted to hit until i straightened that out so even a guy that's in a pretty accomplished caller is killing ducks all the time watch that and it will help you uh, in, in that regard, if nothing else.
1: Well, like you said, it's not that you couldn't regulate your air. It's how you do it certain ways that allow you to get more out of it and more notes and longevity of it that you didn't realize you could get. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys, and you say, well, what sound do you make in a car? How do you make that sound? Well, I, I hold my tongue this way. Or I roll it that way. Or, I know guys that roll their tongue for a feed call. They don't tick a ticker. They roll it, and then they cough as they're doing it, chopping the air and mm-hmm. instead of – it's like. It works. It sounds great. But they'll never have the longevity of a feed right. call like a tick a a wheel because they just can't hold the air pressure to do it. So even though you can do something, there's other ways to learn to do it, and that's what's neat about it to me. Yeah. But what's
0: the new deal? What's the new thing? The new thing, uh, you know, we started thinking, well, how are we going to improve on this? I wanted to do something else to follow up, but I thought, man, I put so much information out there. What are we going to do that was different? And I thought, you know, I want to give people more than just hearing just me again. Now, there were other things that, maybe it didn't cover on Art Art of Flight that I thought, I wish I had added a little bit more here, or talked about this, or even if I've got it on the video, I could clarify this a little bit better. Now, yeah. You know, a little bit more. More, in, bit, depth. more in depth. More in depth discussion depth. on it. So I was going to do that, but then I thought, you know, man, I think if I tried to put myself in the, in the viewer's shoes, I thought, man, if I was learning how to call, um, what would I really want out of this, you know, and you, we've got the free thing on YouTube, but, we decided to do calling council and I thought you know what I'd like to learn from a variety of people so we opened it up I've even got I mean you know we got, got elite duck calls but uh brought the competitors in you know I've got David St. John good friend one of the best comp callers I've ever met yeah that's uh that's doing some uh some instruction on their will that works over at echo calls great uh, hunt callers will too very mm-hmm. good hunting caller mm-hmm. yeah brought in uh Brought in the guys from, uh, you know, from wrestling calls, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Mr. Daniels is on there teaching a lot with uh, spec calling. And, uh, Which is Hayden. growing more and more and more anyway. Yeah, so. Hayden Richard, you know, he's the current world champion. blows his duck calls and spec calls both. You know, he's on there doing some some instruction. And um, got, uh, got Seth Fields, who's one of the top, not only – regular competitive callers but just just all around i mean uh, he's won the world live duck championship one of the best meat callers that i've ever heard he's exceptional he at can it. run a duck he call. really can <laughs> he really can Well, he can do anything he's uh he's one of the most talented guys in duck calling i've ever met you know, i he think can he do. does it in his sleep yeah he can he can run a duck call yeah and he's, he's obsessed with it a great guy on top of everything but um very talented um, you know he and he competes in multiple things he likes live duck you know Main Street duck um, spec calling cut down I mean if you you put a duck cost you put some kind of game call in his hand you have a competition Seth's gonna be right in the middle of it so you know he's he's on there doing some teaching with us you know and it's been it's just been a lot of fun so what's what's the I guess my question is what's the purpose of that
1: platform are, are these guys just giving you their secrets? Is it more of their tidbits, or are or you, or you got to go with it? You know, you have these people coming on it, which I think is awesome from all different brands, all different walks of life, and hunting. But what's the part? What,
0: what am I going to expect to see when I watch it? You're going to see a little bit of everything that you just described. Um, also got to uh, Houndstooth. Turkey calls. Oh yeah, too. You're gonna be teaching them turkey call, and that's the thing. You know, I'm doing some teaching on there. I'm gonna be a student too because I'm watching some of these other guys. I'm gonna be learning from every one of these guys. I expect to learn something from each one of them. No, no matter what. Um, but you know, uh, you know, Lyle Gilbert on turkey call. I can't wait to sit. Yeah, down and that's gonna be look a, at some of that. That's gonna be a good one. Um, haven't got that any of that up yet, but we're kind of waiting for it to get a little bit more closer to you know turkey season. Probably we we'll start putting more of that content up. But, you know, I just wanted, you know, there's, if I, if, if a guy sits down and he learns from me, and then he learns from David, and then he learns from Seth, there's going to be something each one of us are going to teach him that the others didn't, or it might be the same thing, but the way that David explains it to you, you might click or Or, or their method of
1: doing it yeah might resonate more with him or how they do it or or, you know seth is not necessarily hunting the same place david is so david said where i hunt this is what works for me Mm -hmm. where seth is like down here in this this is my atmosphere this is what works for me and that's i like that i like the whole you know multiple people multiple facets coming into one thing that platform and it's all there you don't have to go Mm -hmm. find it there go find it there go find it there everybody's coming to here, so that's yeah. a good
0: idea with that yeah and we don't really talk about it like uh, when david comes in and say hey man record whatever you want to talk about whatever you want to yeah this it. is not we're, you we're have gonna, to say this go for it and we're going to go over the top of each other sometimes i'm going to teach a basic quack he'll teach a basic quiet, and there's probably not going to be much difference in that but there might be one little thing That he says or one little thing that I say that resonates with Mm -hmm. someone so I just thought it'd be cool to not just be getting the opinion or the, the teaching method from one person get several people together and you get to learn from all of them and get different takes on it different methods maybe a little, little slight differences of how you're doing things that you know i just think would be cool i mean that would have been a dream for me when i was young oh yeah instead of
1: finding call. cassette tapes or then cds and trying to listen and pause it and do that then replicate back and forth this is this is live i mean this is on this mm-hmm. is here stop it what's your i guess what's the how often are these things coming out how often are we looking for this is this something's going to be a series you want longevity it's a
0: well, I'm hoping for some longevity here. Um, it's, you know, it's a subscription based thing. You know, we're gonna have to generate some funds to be able to get them in to here. Yeah, I mean, going. yeah, to keep keep everything going. Um, but so it's a it's a subscription. It's on Substack. So Sub-Stack, you can look it out, okay. look it up on Substack. There's an app for that. Yeah, there is an app for There's that. There's an which, app for which that. is really handy. Um, but um, you get on there on Substack, it's $7 a month or $70 for a year. It's not bad. Pay so, yeah, so hey, more for Disney Plus for your kids. Yeah, we're trying to keep the cost down. But we'll all be getting on there doing some teaching, and hopefully we're going to ramp it up a little bit more, getting closer to, to duck season here. Um, hopefully we get some more people on it, and I want to start accelerating it to where we're doing some Q&A sessions. With oh, that'd our, be awesome. members. Yeah. You know? And I would like to get um, – even get feedback of what,
1: what do you want us to try and get on here? Exactly. That would be, you know, even if it's not so much if it's not calling, maybe it's, maybe it's a boat setup. maybe it's a setup in the hole, or maybe it's how do you plan for this plan for that? How would you hunt it? Like, I hope all it, kinda,
0: right now it's pretty much set up with, with calling, but I'm hoping this will grow into a community type thing that way, where we're not just focused just on calling, but we want to entertain as well. We want to have some podcasts, want to have a lot of group discussions and take questions from our members you know and try to get you know different uh, counselors if you will mm-hmm. that are on here like talking that. about it and explaining their technique and then taking questions so q a sessions a little bit of round table discussion podcast that we'll put just on calling council um, talking about various things it's going to be good uh we're going to have it with um, some hunting products will have discounts on there. So there's a discount code like with Elite Duck Calls. You know, if you're oh, yeah. a calling council, that's it's a subscription can, right there. Yeah, you can get a discount on Elite Duck Calls, and all the other guys that are contributing can put discounts on with their companies as well. And then other sponsors that are going to come on, hopefully, uh, will be offering discounts through them as well. So hopefully, it'll be one of those things like, yeah, you're having to pay for a subscription, but if you're a hunter. You're buying things. Hopefully, we'll have some stuff on there where it's got to pay, pay for itself. It's got to pay back on it. Yeah. Where? How?
1: Jake, how can I get to calling council? Call council.com.
0: <laughs> we caught Jake off guard with the question. <laughs> yeah. Callingcouncil.com. Make, sure he, dot com make and, sure he wouldn't happen. Yeah. Check that out, and um, you know we're on social media and stuff like that.
1: As you well. can always go to Elite stuff too and find links and tidbits. Facebook. Everything yeah. else
0: too, or just go to Substack and search it. You search it, like call yeah. Calling council, search calling council. Uh, council spelled C O U N S E L, so it's like getting counseling and not being on the city council. But uh, um, but anyway, and we're gonna have some awesome giveaways too. We've got a Max Prewings gift card for a thousand dollars. Once we get our membership up to a certain degree, we're gonna do a a giveaway on that. So that wouldn't be bad to spend 70 bucks for a year and then uh, get a $1,000 gift card. Most
1: people would spend money for a lesson from one of these guys Mm -hmm. and that's what it's going to run you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, $100 an hour or whatever. You pay for this lesson, for that lesson. This is, throughout the year, you get as much as you want. Yeah. And yeah, so if you get on that and, you know, come through calling council and submit that. Hey, I'd love to hear some, how somebody does this, how somebody
0: does that. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And yeah, we plan to bring on other counselors, you know, that's the good thing. It's kind of one of those things that for me, I wanna, you know, I'm so blessed that I was able to be in this community of callers for so long, competitive callers. You know a lot of people. I know a lot of people, you know, and now I'm I'm out of actually being on stage and competing, but still know all these guys. And I would like to bring that world that I loved and you're so blessed to be able to be a part of so long. Bring that to I think. I think people hunter.
1: don't realize, because unless you're in that world, you don't realize that it, it's not like a competition where it's MMA no holds bar. We hate each other. You guys call together. You guys traveled together and called together and worked together and did things and that whole community supports each other. I mean, and that's huge. And so when you can do stuff like this together, I mean, you want everybody to succeed. Yeah. You know, like we want to sell a million duck calls. We want everybody else to sell them. Like nobody wants not see anybody fail. You want to, you know, help each other, especially in the outdoor industry. And so, like, this is a way for everybody to come together to do that, to promote everything, to help people learn how to call, to improve the sport, to make it better. You no, know, this I like this.
0: This is going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're taking the whole brand competition thing out of it and just making it about teaching. You know, just like you said, hunters teaching other hunters. Yeah. And trying to help them. and other having hunters. fun with it. Yeah that's that's what it's all about. So just trying to bring that world to the to the average guy that um didn't maybe didn't get the opportunity like I did to learn from these guys. I I still remember like getting into that world the first time just being starstruck, you know. Yeah. It was just like I can't believe that I'm actually here with these guys and hearing these guys and learning from these guys and just kind of wanted to bring that to to other people too, as best we can. You know, yeah. through the calling council and I, I hope it. Like I said, the community thing is something. I mean, I don't know exactly what it's going to grow into. I can't wait to see, but I want to. You know, I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be informative. I want people to be able to ask questions, to interact. That's a big thing. I want interaction. I love
1: the involvement aspect. Like mm-hmm. you said, where somebody can say, "Hey, I would love to know this," or, or "What you know, you know, so and so is going to be here in a couple weeks." We're going to do one, what's some questions to throw at this person, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like, I've always wanted to know what he does there, or how do they blow in this situation, mm-hmm. or, you know, what cadence works best, or, you know, leery late season ducks, or sunny days, like all kind of questions like that. I mean, these are people that have perfected and, and are trying to perfect this sport, this mm-hmm. aspect of the sport, you know, honing on this skill. And so even stuff like that, as much as not knowing how to blow or knowing how to blow the call, but when to blow, as we all know, you can have somebody that screeches on a duck call. Sounds awful, but if I do stuff at the right thing at the right time, it works somehow. And that's a lot of it too. And that's what a lot of these guys can bring to the table as well,
0: because they've hunted in these environments for years, changing in environments, different locations, things of that nature. Absolutely. So anyway, if mean, you guys are interested in that, man, we would love to have you. So check it out, Substack, Calling Council. Have any questions? Get in touch with us. You can reach us. You know, if you want to reach us through Elite Duck Calls, that's fine. Or if you want to reach us through our stuff here with uh, Outdoor Asylum, that'd be fine as well. Um, but uh, and, you know, give us a call and let's get you set up on that. And I think it'd be something that uh, I think it'd be something that they really enjoy. I, was, I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a blast to watch. Be part of. Yeah. So. Tell me about uh, duck season coming up. What are you, right now? I mean, we're still here. We are in August, dreaming about uh, for us, November.
1: It's not far. What's the day, the 12th? So you've got literally 20 days till dove season, 22 days. And at the second it opens, the third, something like that, that Saturday. So, again, I mean, I will attempt to shoot something out of the sky. So, but we'll see. You still
0: using a bow or are you with (laughs) I went to Red Rider BB gun, actually. (laughs) I, I want to a, little, step a, little down. Yeah. a little more challenging. A little more challenging. Man, I need to be out there dove hunting because I'll definitely shoot better when duck season rolls around. But uh, man, we're so busy here. I don't know if I'll be able to get out there or not. But uh, I am taking my wife um, supposed to go out to North Carolina. We're gonna go off the coast. My wife. It's really funny to say this because you know, it really shocked me when she told me something's on her bucket list. This is the woman that, like I said, she wouldn't like to go camping. She's not really an outdoor <laughs> person. This caught. This just came out of left field. On her bucket list is um, catching a marlin. Really? So we're gonna mm. go fishing. I'm gonna see if she kudos can't, to you, Miss Allen. Kudos yeah, to you. I'm gonna see if she can't reel a marlin in. Um, you know, so we're you know we're on our tenth year wedding anniversary, and so we're kind of there. She, you go. She got her birthday here, so we're just kind of putting it all together. You know, she made sure her birthday was back in like July, but we kind of postponed. This is gonna be kind of like an anniversary birthday This is your one gift a year. This is our one one gift a year. A year. This is do. it. Yeah, <laughs> better enjoy it. Cashing mate. it in. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna take her out there. We're gonna do that. I'm hoping that, uh, hoping I can see her catching marlin. And uh, so we're gonna do that. But, uh, but anyway, the ups, uh, the upcoming duck season. I mean, it's been a dry year, man. It's been well, a drought here up until recently. We finally got little relief, but it's but been dry.
1: I think a lot of it though is the last. You know, you go back and look at the last few years. You know, of course, anybody that hunts in Arkansas, mainly public land that relies on natural flooding, we live and die by two rivers and, two, and five, six lakes. The last few years, all these core, these reservoir lakes, you know, when I say those, I'm talking about the White River system, which includes, you know, beaver, table rock, bull Shoals, North Fork, even Greer's Ferry to the red, to the white, you know, below hurricane, all that all these lakes have been really high. And when I say really high, 20, 30 foot, you're talking something like, you know, Greer's it's what 20 something thousand acres and you know, bull shoals at 40, 50, whatever it is. That's a lot of water when you're 20 foot high. This drought this summer, last time I checked, every single one of those bull shoals may be still a couple feet high. Other than that, they're all at normal pool or even low. So. What that means is the last few years, our, our White River has stayed higher, not at flood stage, but it's not, you know, 12 feet in the summertime like we're used to it. And then we pray for rain to jump it up. It's been hovering at 20. So, what little rains we get, it comes up easy. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have that this year. Yeah. I'm, unless something drastically changes with the amount of rain, the lakes aren't going to be in drawdown mode because they're already at their normal pools. They're ready to hold the flood water again. And so this may be one of those we rely on rain and with the warranted not arguing that point but with the new timber management strategy with everything going on there's going to be some places that probably do not get flooded this year my opinion and without I mean, a crystal ball we're, yeah we're i'm thinking I mean, there might be i'm no weather man weather, but, you know that's an easy job but it this is shaping up to be a low water year yeah. Now, on the flip side of that every report that's come out in the past month is it has been an amazing hatch there's you know because of all the rain back in may and june that it was snow melt and all that it was a great hatch everybody's got high numbers up you know almanac saying a bunch of snow you know it's shaping up to be a great one so who knows it may drastically flip change
0: and you know, funny how it goes how you know we've had wet we've been. You know, we had years that would be super wet here, and then they will be dry here. You know, well, oh, in the hatch wasn't that good 'cause they had drought up mm-hmm. there. Well, now they've you know we're dealing with drought down here, and they you know in a lot of places in the country dealing with drought. But luckily up there in the you know the breeding grounds up there in Canada in the north, they had a lot of rain. So and some of that.
1: that you know people need to realize how this how this stuff works is because there's just like well it ain't rain much, but it's flooded. Well, everything backflows to an extent. So when something is high and starts backing up, it starts all the way down to Mississippi. Then it comes up to Arkansas. It comes up to white, mm-hmm. you know, then from the white comes up to the cache. Then, you know, all your little bios that we live and die by, like Little Biomita, Biot of View, you know, Black River, things like that, cache boat. They all, are, everything's a backup. So even though you may not get rain, if a river's coming up somewhere, it's backed up, it's gonna backfeed into those, those bottomlands. You know, bottom mm-hmm. And so, but a lot of people, even that have leases, you know, butt brush sloughs and reservoirs that rely on rain for that. You, people are gonna be cranking a lot of pumps on this year, flood fields and stuff, and not just closing gates. And Sorry, so diesel's cheap; it
0: won't yeah. be easy to flood. We're
1: putting a solar panel on that old generator out there right now.
0: Behind them over Visqueen this year. Yeah, <laughs> we uh,
1: we have seen before, Jake. I have seen someone put a blue tarp out in a field to try and make it look like water. I have seen that they were uh they were oozers not a, that's not a uh, that's serious it was some people from out of state that literally rented a field and put a blue tarp to try and make it look like water did they kill any i don't know that i just saw the setup and and got entertained pretty good from it so were these
0: the guys that were set up at hollowell
1: <laughs> i don't think this one set up hollowell but everybody may be willing to get the ticket at the jacksonville 440 interchange now and shoot the ducks on the private <laughs> core land out there like they did last year
0: I'd be but, afraid, like, if I set up some visqueen or something like that, I'd probably have some of my buddies be out there trying to fish. You know? yeah. I'd have to, have to run them off. They'd be out there casting. And it,
1: but it's one of those, it's a catch. It's a catch. Because when, there, when there's tons of water, ducks can spread out. And this is something with, with, I don't want to say a declining duck population. That's a whole other conversation, which if you go by the breeding survey, it's down a little. You know, that's, you can't argue that. But with the more habitat we've created through big private club development, which is great. You know, more rest areas, more feed. When you have more water, ducks spread out more. So a lower water year, the ducks aren't as spread out. Easier to find, hopefully easier to kill. But guess what? The people aren't spread out. And so it's a catch. And so it's going to be really entertaining if we don't get a lot of rain. Of course, we've seen it before. Mid-November, it start raining. It don't stop for a month. Yeah. You know,
0: well, to me, like last year, it seemed like our conditions didn't get right. You know, we were so hot. You know, we were dealing with warm conditions all through November and December, and it
1: was like we had two or three weeks during January. It got on, and then that was that was your duck season. January saved. I mean, for me personally, I a lot I know there,
0: you know, there's some people in Arkansas say, "Oh yeah, we waxed them all year." You know, I just happened to have a great spot or yeah, have developed a great spot, yeah. Whatnot. But for me personally. Uh, we were very slow in November and December, and then thank the good lord for January. We had a had a fun January, which kind of that way at the end of duck it season, saves we could it. say you, it was you fun, end you know, on a high had note. A good had a good season because of that, but thank goodness for it.
1: Well, in so, some of that, you know, we look at how habitat's development, we look at the availability of habitat, we also look at when the ducks come. You know, you're always going to have your Halloween ducks when that solstice, when that you know that moon stage, all that stuff that comes into play. When that happens. The first major Arctic front of the year, which normally comes around then, ducks are going to get up and fly south. They just do. It's still ingrained into them. That's where they go. What happens is when they get down all the way, the first warm front, that's when they go back up. They float it. And when they find that habitat, and when I say habitat, I mean a lot of these clubs you hear talking about we hold birds. You know, there's tons of examples, not to name, drop your names, but they have rest areas, their own stuff. They hold mm-hmm. ducks until they run out of food. Well, last year was a perfect storm for a lot of people because about the time most of the public land flooded good was about the time in mid-January when these big clubs start running out of food and the mm-hmm. ducks came to the public stuff, and we a lot of people had great hunts. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some all the way up and down. It wasn't like it was just one spot. Um, but a lot of people have first week is normally good, and then it tapers off. you got to find them, stuff like that. And then that's what it's been. But that's, like you said, because of the weather. It's been warm the last few winters. We haven't – we've had cold spells. Everybody's like, well, two years ago we had two feet of snow. I said, yeah, it's a two-week deal in February, not in duck season. Right. We haven't had a cool winter as far as being cool all the way through. Yeah. And so – but some of that, too, you come back and you look at the facets of, like we were talking about with seasons. And so next year, not – 22, 23, but 23, 24, it's not starting till the Friday after Thanksgiving, which I'm okay with. I'm a fan of. Um, most guys who are deer hunters who also duck hunt love it too because, you know, now they always start back-to-back, and you're sitting in a deer stand listening to some kid shoot wood ducks 200 yards from you or walk through the woods scouting <laughs> on you while you're trying to shoot a deer. So, like, I'm fine with it, you know. Yeah. And I think I know a lot of people, especially private clubs, have made a comment, we kill a lot of ducks in the first few days. Well, if they're there, they're not going anywhere. The pressure's not going to push them off. So hopefully it just builds up more for that you know weekend and all that. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. It used to be that way to a change. Um, but there's just a lot going on with what the factors of duck season that make it successful or not, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You've got logging equipment and biometer right now. You've got logging going on all the places for the timber management, which, again, that's a whole other thing. Whether you like it or not, stuff's got to be done. Um, But there's some improvements coming in, too. There's a lot of stuff happening, so
0: it'll just – it'll be a year of water is what I see. Can't wait to hear get reports from Canada and stuff like that, which I know they got some different regulations up there in Canada um, as far as, like, bringing game out and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's – there's, you know, what, killing five, six of them, and a lot of times people comment about, well, you can't even tell which ones they are yet because some of them are still molted, you know, or haven't molted back, and da-da-da-da-da. But – When people who go to Canada in that September, that first opening, and they come back and they say, we saw a ton of ducks. Mm -hmm. We killed a ton of ducks. That's normally good for us. Last year, early, last couple years, a lot of those guys, we didn't kill that many like we normally do. We killed a lot of geese. We did a lot of goose hunting. We didn't do a lot of duck hunting. So I'm like you, that's always a good sign. If you know people that go to Canada or follow a Canada outfitter on social media and see their pictures, Mm -hmm. you can get a good idea of, are we going to have ducks in the flyway? Will they make it?
0: Who knows? But will they be in the flyway? That's a good sign of it. We ought to go to Canada, and then like, no matter what happens, when we come back, talking to buddies like, guys, I don't know what happened. We saw three ducks. Yeah, we were in Canada for a week. We saw three. Sell all your stuff. Don't go. Yeah. Don't even know where they're going to come from. No. But uh, no more duck hunting. But guys, Mark so committing suicide. We better not go that. Uh, get that extreme with it. But uh, it's yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see the early reports. You know, I'm 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 getting excited about duck season now, and it's. For us, so far away, you know, I think that
1: you know, you know, the big Delta show, which was a good hit for everybody a couple weeks ago, and that kind of set off in people's mind. Dove seeds around the corner, people are having ammo now. Like, you Mm -hmm. go to the stores, and there's pallets of ammo, shotgun shells, cases of shells to buy. You know, Mm -hmm. they've been inflated too. Get ready for it when you see the sticker. But you know, stuff like that, like you said, people start to see it to think it. August is when all the companies release and send out their new gear for the year. And so all their new patterns or new, you know, jackets or whatever, and stores start getting them in, doing inventory and hanging them up. And so I, this is kind of when everybody starts getting it in their head, you yeah. know. Football's starting to come on sports news talk and on TV again, and that's fall is here. Yeah,
0: Pumpkin spice latte all the way. There you go. Well, man, I've enjoyed doing the podcast again. It's been a long time since it's been a we while. did this. But we're going to get out there in the shop now. We've are gonna we got some cut-down calls to turn, which I know that's going to ring your bell. You're a cut-down guy. So yeah, now we'll, we got to go make something. We'll get out there and do a little Go order, check out
1: right? the new SOB. There's your plug. Go check that out.
0: Don't just go check out the SOB on Elite Calls. And when you say SOB, you're not talking about me. You're talking about the son of the butcher, the little I'm not talking about pressure. the son of – well, it could be the son of Brad. But <laughs> I'm talking
1: about son of the butcher, which is uh, – it's a cut-down – a traditional cutdown. It's fourteen mil read. It's a chop off the whole guts. But mechanically, we've we've done some mad science stuff, and a lot of people at the Delta Show gave us some home run reviews. A lot yeah. of known cutdown people. So check that out. It will be the step down you want to
0: finesse cut down with. Yeah. I think everybody's gonna like it. So yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go make some, Dusty. Thanks for being with me, and uh, thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, check out the Calling Council Substack. Check that out, be watching, and uh, we'll see you soon.